Hello everyone. Bonjour, bonsoir, bienvenue. Wherever you are right now, I welcome you. I suggest you get your cup of tea, get you some food, and get yourself ready for this one because I am going to share who I am, my journey, the mission for this podcast, and really give you an overview of where I would like to take this project. I am nowhere near perfect. I'm just a 21-year-old, a very honest 21-year-old girl who is from Haiti, aka I've had a very humble beginning. I have a vision and I decided to stop being a coward and begin making these dreams a reality. I have a passion for helping others and I'm excited to go on this journey with you as we grow together. With that said, welcome to Haitians on the Rise podcast. My mission for this podcast is to educate, spread awareness, raise questions, share a lot of information, and overall bring the Haitian community closer together. That is a vision I've had for a long time now, and I think it's time. I want to create blueprints of opportunities, resources, advice, personal experience, and just share, share, share knowledge to help everyone expand their horizons. All right, everyone, let's pray. Hi, God. Today is the first episode of Haitians on the Rise, and I want to first thank you for giving me this vision to realize for you. I pray that you help speak through me and anyone else who will take part in this mission. Provide me with, you know, the strength to shed light that will change people's lives for the better. Help me to maintain my integrity, love, and passion every step of the way. Um, I would like for you to cast out any anxiety or limiting beliefs that may stray me from my mission of being truthful in my opinions and perspective on topics that we will discuss. I pray that this podcast impacts every listener in a positive way every single time. Once more, thank you, thank you, thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, let's get started. How are you all doing? I hope all is well with you all, especially with the climate of all that's going on right now. We just have to stick together, really. Before beginning this podcast, I struggled a lot with whether or not I'm equipped with enough experience to share my opinions and thoughts with the world, whether I should share my identity, whether, quote-unquote, smart enough to speak on topics that might make people uncomfortable, you know? So many thoughts that have gone through my mind, really. But then I thought, everyone deserves to be heard, and if no one spoke up, how would we ever really evolve, you know? I was afraid to discuss certain topics because of how it would be perceived, because I'm still young, still learning, I have a lot to learn, but I also have a lot to share, and I believe that everyone's voice needs to be heard. I truly believe that we are doing ourselves and others a disservice by not speaking up about our personal experiences because at the end of the day, you could potentially save someone's life or help them find hope in their circumstance just by hearing you speak about your experience, if you know what I mean. I even began thinking, if Dr. Martin Luther King was a coward, do you know how much of a setback we would have today? And what about even Obama? If Obama cared about what people thought about him, he would not be the very first black president, you know? 
So my advice is when your blood boils, when you think of something, I encourage you to pursue it. And that is exactly what happened to me. My blood boiled to just the thought of creating a project like this one. I plan to bring light to the history of my people, the Haitian people, who we are and pursue ways to better understand how I can bring value and or opportunities for my fellow Haitians in the United States, abroad, in Haiti, and so on. So we are not that different at all is what I'm really realizing every single day, no matter what point you are in life, we're really not that different, at least when it comes to the basics. We all are really just trying to survive. We all want to be more in life. We all want to strive for more, especially children of immigrants. Immigrant parents stress the importance of education. They stress the importance of working and so on. And I think it's important to speak about these ideals and topics. All right. Have you watched the documentary from Michelle Obama called Becoming? Oh, my God. I watched it the other day, and it was so inspiring. I encourage you to check it out if you haven't. It is pretty inspirational. That is where I actually got my inspiration for my intro on this podcast. Here it is. Michelle said, if we can open up a little bit more to each other and share our stories, our real stories, that's what breaks down barriers. But in order to do that, you have to believe that your story has value. Be vulnerable. Dare to be vulnerable. We're at a crossroads of what we have thought about who we are as a nation. I remain hopeful that people will want better, if not for themselves, but for the next generation, and that is my basic joy. It gets back to mentoring others. Isn't that awesome? I think that like there's no other way um, to put it. I thought that was perfectly well said. And so here I am creating a platform for us to open up more to each other and share our stories, our real, real stories, so that we can really begin to break down those barriers against us since the beginning, if you know what I mean. Um, by not sharing what we know, we are hindering the overall success of our community, especially our Haitian community, our minorities. You know, when you share, it will speak to someone else's soul to speak on topics that have never been spoken on before. Basically, I'd really like to be the Haitian Google. <laughs> Creative or cringy? <laughs> so um, we will open up conversations that will emit many emotions. So I'm a very pretty funny prof. I'm very, I think I'm a pretty funny person. <laughs> so we will talk about, I feel like we will bring emit many emotions that are funny, serious, exciting, nerve-wracking, sad, inspiring, and more. These topics will include conversations on healthy, healthy slash unhealthy relationships, how to better maneuver them, how to better your finances, topics on molestation and unfortunately how common it is in our community, poverty, sex, human trafficking, Picking the right major for you, picking the right career for you, picking the right job for you, bullying, how to build better relationships with your mom, dad, sisters, aunts, uncles, and etc. even friends, how to let go of relationships, when to hold on to relationships, how to give back to your community, 
how to find confidence in yourself and the choices that you make, how to eat properly, how to stand up for what you believe in, racism, and so much more. As you can see, a Haitian on the rise is someone that recognizes where they are from and is working every day to expand their knowledge to better themselves and their future. We will become a community of Haitian people coming together to share a common wealth of information to help all of us, not just one, not just 10, not just 50, all of us to reach success, whatever shape or form that means to you. Now that you have a taste of what the podcast will be like, if you are someone who would like to share your personal or professional experience on a topic listed above, please contact me at HaitiansOnTheRise at gmail.com. Everything will be in the description and our account on Instagram as well. In order to better understand where someone is coming from, you must first understand their story, their personal story. Here is an idea of who I am and a small view on how my brain works. Um, Before beginning this podcast, I struggled a lot with whether or not I should share my identity. Like I mentioned earlier, like I mentioned earlier, when you give your identity, people now have a type of control that I was never comfortable with. But it's time to step up and stop being afraid. I owe myself that much, you know, especially since I always call myself a tough guy. So I've been in the United States since 2007. And although my family and I are in a much better place than we were when we first stepped foot in this country, but for some reason, we are still what the economy would describe and or consider as poor. So I keep thinking, like, as soon as I graduate, things will be different. Things will be a lot better. But graduation is approaching before my eyes, and I'm afraid that if I don't take matters into my own hands now, nothing will happen. So I'm a marketing major at Florida Atlantic University, and I'm also minoring in digital marketing. And this should be happening in December, but every day I'm wondering, Daphne, will you be successful? Are you taking advantage of all the resources you have? Are you taking advantage of the people and like advisors so that they can help you realize your dreams and so on? I believe that success is earned and it should be shared, you know? If we share just at least a little bit with our neighbors, would we really be in this mess that we are today? I am no better than those who are in Haiti. What good am I serving from getting the opportunity to be in the United States if I don't speak up for those who can't? Such a hypocrite, really. I know I'm hard on myself, but really, so should you. I think it's important to never get too comfortable with your circumstance because that is how one easily takes their lives for granted. That's when I said to myself, Daphne, Daphne, what are you doing? That is why I decided to create something that I can do now with the resources I have now known to you as Haitians on the rise. Let me stop beating around the bush. <laughs> Here's my story. Moi fait Port-au-Prince, Haiti. 
I was born in Port-au-Prince, Haiti. And let's just say a bullet has passed my head to then kill someone else on my way to school. School, (laughs) y'all. I remember it like it was yesterday. In Haiti, there are what we call manifestations, a.k.a. protests in English. This includes riots, commotion, burning of tires, blocked off streets, burning of buildings, and etc. This is people's way of protesting against the government on issues that they disagree with. One we've heard of is, for example, the demands of the resignation of the president of Haiti, Jovenel Moïse, in 2018 to 2019. I begin to ask myself, is this the best way to go about things? Probably not. But I can't help but think, when you've been pushed so much, you know, isn't your last response to retaliate? But then again, is violence ever the answer? Could there be different ways to deal with these issues? And then, but then again, who am I to say what's best when I'm not there experiencing every day what's going on back home? It's similar to the uproar with Black Lives Matter in a way. If you do not have firsthand experience what it's like being a minority, knowing that people view you differently because of the color of your skin, or having the black experience knowing that your ancestors were slaves and still are slaves today in many different ways, systemic racism and things like that, I really don't understand why people feel like they have the right to even speak on the matter and suggest what people should or should not be doing. That's like saying to a mother in Pakistan, what were you thinking about giving your daughter away for adoption? How could you ever understand the choice the choices someone makes, someone had to make if you are not in the person's shoes. I think it is very important to choose our words very carefully when it comes to people's lives and so on. Another episode for another time, you know? These are things we will discuss more fully later on in our journey here together. Moving along in our story, I was going to school, right? Yes, manifestation, riots. I was on my way to school holding my uncle's hand as we walked and my parents conditioned us to walk silently with our heads looking straight forward, never making eye contact and just keeping, keep moving my little feet one foot in front of the other. I did just that, that day. 18 minutes or so into the walk, right before us was just a lot of commotion, noise. But unfortunately, this was on the path to school. Till this day, I wonder why we did not turn around, but... I think the answer may be because it was a normal Tuesday for my uncle. Without any warning, I heard the loudest and fastest sound foreign to my ears shot right near my head. And the next thing I heard was screaming and a thud on the ground. Smoke begins to lift off the floor, dust from the rocks. That's when I felt my uncle's hand tighten in mine and we took off running. Luckily enough, My mom always prayed with us before leaving the house. Not too far along our path, we found a corridor. There was the ugliest little car just hiding in the corner. My uncle said, Daphne, chérie, fais vite, fais vite. Entre dans la machine, non? Et puis, pas jamais sorti pour personne. Rete là pour juste me retourner, vin chercher. Translation, Daphne, Daphne, honey, hurry, hurry. Get under the car and do not get out under any circumstance for anyone. Stay right here until I... I get back to get you. 
I crawled under the car, and when I tell you that you learn to adapt quickly, you learn to adapt quickly. All I can remember is I knew that my small little mission was to not be seen or heard by anyone so that I would survive. I lied there on my little stomach with my eyes on alert, making sure that I paid attention to what might happen next. All I kept thinking about was, what if he doesn't come back? What would I do? Mind you, I was maybe about six or seven years old. I stayed there for about 10 or so minutes, which felt like two whole hours. (laughs) Then I heard footsteps approaching. I held my breath to create minimal noise, and I heard Daphne, Daphne, Onale, Onale, which means Daphne, Daphne, come on, come on, let's go. I was so relieved and happy when I looked up to see my uncle's face. He said, which means you did great, sweetie. I made it to school that day, and for some reason, we, not, we never talked about it. Over time, I realized that this is reality, a regular Tuesday, and it is sad to say that that was my home. Haiti is certainly not what it was, but this was my reality. My dad was a photographer, and he was doing a lot better than the rest, subjective, because, you know, better to one is not the same for all. <laughs> Basically, our family faced persecution all the time. There were days I wondered if my father would make it home. To make a long story short, we fled to the U.S. for a better life. That is where I, I learned French at school, like when I was in Haiti, Haitian Creole at home. And then when I got to the U.S., United States, English, I learned that at school. So my sisters and I had to overcome the language barriers, which were the difficulties one faced communicating with people or groups speaking languages foreign to my native tongue, which is Haitian Creole. I worked my way from the ESOL program, which is the name Florida has given to its program for teaching English for speakers of other languages. This is a program that helps non-English speakers get get on their feet at their own pace. Really great program for someone who just stepped foot in the country. Then I made it to middle school, and that is where my sister and I were bullied every single day. We stepped foot in every single class. This needs to be its own episode. We will explore this more in the future. Then high school crept around the corner, and I joined the IB program, which is an international baccalaureate worldwide nonprofit education program founded to give all students the opportunity to receive an education fit for a globalizing world. There are four IB education programs, all of which are intended to develop students' intellectual, emotional, personal, and social skills. I joined by begging. When I tell you begging, I joined by begging the coordinator to give me a chance to join. My case was different because I joined that program One needed to meet certain requirements and standardized tests, like the reading FCAT, in order to join this rigorous academic program. I got accepted because she really admired my tenacity and determination to join, even in my circumstances. She created a special case for me where I would be with quote-unquote smart kids for 90% of my day, and with the normal students, normal, you know, like basically they separate people, um... 10% of the time improving my reading comprehension level at my own pace. Fast forward to senior year, after many trials and errors, I finally passed the reading FCAT, graduated from the program, and has the president of the SECME Sustems Club 
ran cross country and a part of the college tour program while maintaining my GPA. And last but not least, I also got my anxiety disorder from, from it all. Anxiety disorder is a mental health disorder characterized by feelings of worry, anxiety, or feet that are strong enough to interfere with one's daily activities. I was diagnosed with the disorder my first year in college. Um, I attended Florida International University as a psychology major. Then I switched um, to pre-business major. Did I mention that I was commuting every single day? I attended school at 5 a.m. in the morning on a train. Wait, no, to attend school, I woke up at 5 a.m. in the morning, got on a train, and I took the city bus, and then I took another bus to get to school. When I finally got to school, I was already worn out. I was always upset because no one cared to ask me about my day. Like every other child, they just pull up in their cars, happy, makeup still fresh. <laughs> While me, I've been up since 5 o'clock just to get to the same class that they were at. No one realized the sacrifice that I was doing to make it to school by myself, by myself every single day. Seeing hobos, creeps looking at you, rain, running for the train when it comes too early, waiting for the train when it comes too late, the train stopping in its tracks, and it's getting dark outside. Like, it was crazy. So reality hit me real quick. I realized that no one really cares, and you definitely won't find someone who does when no one knows what you're going through. So it's important to share your experience with people and um, let them know what you're going through so that you never feel alone. To fast forward, I am now attending FAU, like I said before, getting my Bachelor's of Business Administration degree program in marketing with a minor in digital marketing. I can't wait to tell you guys about my experience in another episode as well. Um, I am on a full scholarship, and I'm supposed to be graduating in December of this year, 2020. And that's also something else I want to share with you all, because I would not be attending school right now if it wasn't for that scholarship, and I can't wait to share it with you all. My dream is to own multiple businesses one day that builds blueprints for incoming immigrants so that they, too, can have the opportunity to change their circumstances, you know? I'm living every day, and I get closer and closer to graduation. I'm realizing that I might not be as successful as the world is telling me I will be. I'm scared that I won't be as qualified as I need to be once I graduate, hence why I'm beginning to pave my own future now before I graduate. A lot of people around me, they keep telling me, Daphne, you're doing too much. Daphne, take a break. Daphne, relax. Daphne, you're all over the place. And I'm just like, I'm literally trying my best to get my family out of poverty. What do you want from me? Like, is that so bad? Poverty is such a trigger for me, guys. I actually recently broke up with my first, very first boyfriend because he kept giving me signs of being too lazy and laid back, equaling poverty for me. Story time for another time as well. <laughs> I hope you're excited, ha as excited as I am about these topics that we'll be talking about. 
Uh, moving forward, I also created a YouTube channel called Life with Daphne because I just love to share. Um, in my about page on my channel, I said, as an upcoming young black Haitian entrepreneur, here's a quote by Maya Angelou that we should remember. When you learn, teach. When you get, give. These are lessons to live by. Awesome, right? This is basically telling us to share, 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 share. By sharing, we are moving mountains, you know? You might think your story is small, but it might be exactly what someone needed to hear to stand against their suicidal thoughts. It might be someone's saving grace, their last chance for hope. That is another reason why I wanted to create this podcast. Every day, I'm constantly learning something new, you know? Every day I find out something I never knew before, and a lot of the times I'm thinking, you know what? These all need to be documented and explored. So I said I'm going to start this, and I'm going to stand by it, and I'm going to continue it. So I truly hope that something resonates with you because even if it is one person I have inspired, I'm one step closer to realizing this dream. And even with my Life with Daphne YouTube channel, it's about my journey to success through hard work, ambition, and passion to help others. Go check it out. <laughs> um, hashtag shameless plug. As you can see um, from hearing my story, we don't all have it together. And we all certainly have a story. When you are vulnerable, people learn to do so as well. And that is how we begin emitting actual change. All right. This first episode is coming to an end, but this is my story from my mouth and my current perspective of it, of my life. As I develop, I am sure I will see life in a whole new light one year from now, three years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, and so on. Heck. Maybe even three months from now. Nothing is really guaranteed. I want people to know that it's okay to be vulnerable. Repeat after me. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to share your past. It's even okay to not be okay all of the time. You are loved regardless of your language barriers, regardless of your past, regardless of the opportunities that you've lost or cannot reach just yet, regardless of your status, your immigration status, Regardless if your parents misread you, regardless of where you're from, you are loved by God, by Jesus, and by our community right here on Haitians on the Rise. I truly hope you enjoyed it. Once again, if you know someone whose story should be featured on this podcast, or if you are someone who would love to share your expertise and or personal experience on a topic, I will be happy to work with you. Email me at HaitiansOnTheRise at gmail.com. Everything will be in the description bar, like I mentioned above and on my Instagram. Also, join the group. Join my little community. The link will be in the bio. In this group, this will be a Facebook group. Um, I will create it. You'll see the link. We will share our biggest secrets, everything you're looking to ask or share. Maybe this is a personal story or dream. Maybe you're looking to have other people's opinions on a topic. You name it, share it, and we will discuss these topics once in a while on this podcast. I want the group to be an interactive group, you know. You can stay anonymous if you would like as well. I want us to grow together into successful people in all aspects. Now that you know me a bit better, I'd love to get, know, I'd love to, get to know you all. 
Hear your thoughts, any suggestions for the podcast. Are you excited? What could be improved? What do you love? What do you not like? And so on. Thank you so much for listening. Merci beaucoup d'avoir écouté le podcast aujourd'hui. Merci en pile. I hope you enjoyed it and are excited as I am. All right. God bless. Um, and my name is Daphne, a.k.a. The Haitian Google. Have a great one, everyone. Bye.